Want ideas to grow your ministry and engage your supporters? Coming to you from QT4CM.org. This is the Quick Tips for Christian Ministry podcast. And here's your host, David Allen. As you know, we ask listeners to suggest topics for this podcast. One theme that comes up frequently is how to bring work-life balance into ministry operations. The topic of burnout prevention is requested by a broad range of ministry workers, whether pastors, missionaries, church staff, or Christian service workers in humanitarian aid. Christian ministry workers are often looking for personal and spiritual refreshment. The weight of caring for others, leading well, and spiritual warfare takes a heavy toll. Too often, Christian leaders function poorly or leave the ministry because the stress levels become too great. To talk to us about burnout, we have on the line Dr. Lyndon Wall of Refresh Ministries. The mission of Refresh Ministries is to bring encouragement and renewal to pastors, missionaries, and churches. Thank you, David, for the opportunity to speak to your listeners today. I want to share with your people one of the key dynamics about understanding the cause and experience of burnout. About 16 years ago, I went through burnout myself, and very fortunately, the church I was pastoring gave me a sabbatical uh, to recover and refresh. But during that time, I started to explore the dynamics of burnout. The things I learned led me to eventually found a ministry for helping people who are going through this experience. So over the last eight years, I've listened to a lot of stories of people in ministry who are at various stages of ministry exhaustion. And as I've heard their stories, I've noticed some factors and trends emerge. I've learned one of the keys to understanding burnout is the whole issue of the loss of hope. Let me unpack that assertion for a bit. Uh, When we think of burnout, most often we look to external causes. For example, we may say, my schedule is just too packed, or my health practices are not what they should be, or the people I work with are really difficult, and so on. Now I understand that these are all factors, and sometimes they are the significant factor, but I have found that often the cause goes deeper. As I have mentioned, that cause is often a loss of hope. Proverbs 13 verse 12 tells us, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. At the heart of burnout is deferred or denied hope. And when hope is missing, the heart becomes sick, and a sick heart often affects our bodies as well. Now, there are a variety of hopes we have when we enter ministry. Hope of being used by God, hope of seeing lives changed, hope of helping others, hurting people, or seeing people become believers in Christ. There are other hopes that we have for our lives personally and for our families as well. But one hope we have that perhaps most powerfully affects us in regard to burnout is the hope that we have to change our world. I've found again and again, as I talk with people who are struggling with burnout, it's that they've lost hope and how they think God wanted them to change the world. 
We generally enter ministry with vision and hope of how God is going to work through us to make a difference. And so as a pastor, we may believe, God has called me to preach sermons that bring life change Sunday after Sunday. And yet we find that there may not be a lot of change evident despite our best efforts. A missionary may have a calling to rescue orphans in a needy place in the world, yet find that the community they work in isn't all that excited about their rescue plan. A youth pastor may believe he's called to reach unchurched youth in the community, but finds himself making little progress. Well, what happens is that little by little, the realities of ministry fly in the face of what we believed we were called to do and the impact we were expecting to have. After a while, this begins to erode our hope. The confidence of a positive future ministry degrades into kind of a fatalism or a lack about a lack of impact. A quiet sense of despair can easily begin to set in. This can result in a number of physical and mental dynamics, uh, loss of energy, uh, chronic health problems, a loss of joy in going to work, a pessimistic view of people and of God easily develop during these times. Now, one of the interesting things I've found over time is that this switch from hope to despair often happens in a moment. It may just take a discouraging comment or an event that moves a person from hope to despair. It's as if in that moment the valiant battle of faith the person has been fighting is given up. It's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Often when I talk to a person and ask if they can pinpoint the moment when it seems their burnout began, they can often identify it quite quickly. Not always, but often. In that moment, it's like they switch from hope to despair. It's a moment where the hopes of their calling look impossible to ever be fulfilled. Well, I want to talk a minute about recovery from burnout because it is a process. Usually physical rest is essential. A time of being still and in solitude with God so you can hear the gentle, quiet Spirit of God speak to you. That's a must. And there needs to be a willingness for honest reflection about how you got to the point of burnout. So if you're at the point of burnout or in recovery, here are some starting questions to consider to help you start on your way. First, ask yourself, what is my understanding of my call to impact the world? See if you can write it out in a sentence. A second question is, what is my hope level of this happening? Rated on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 meaning little hope and 10 fullness of confidence. Thirdly, ask how your ministry experience has affected your belief in yourself, in other people, and in God. Has there been a sliding toward negative attitudes in any of these three categories? A fourth helpful consideration is consider the difference between faithfulness and impact. Which was your calling to? Often when we are called to a certain ministry, we add our own assumptions about how that ministry is going to change the world, when God may have been just calling us to faithfulness. 
when our assumptions don't pan out, we easily move to despair. Fifthly, reflect specifically on how your practical belief about God has changed. I have yet to meet a person in burnout who has denied their professed faith. They will still affirm their doctrinal stand. However, there is often a change in their practical belief. So, for example, a person may affirm that God provides, but practically they may not believe that he provides for them. Or a person may affirm that God is all-wise, but practically believe, in my life, he just doesn't know what he's doing. The pressing and disappointing circumstances of ministry often lead to a shift in what we really believe about the Lord. These shifted beliefs are often at the heart of despair and lost hope. Lastly, ask God to show you how to move forward in preventing and recovering from the loss of hope. There will likely at least be two aspects to this. The first aspect is that of repentance. And though we don't like to hear it or admit it, we often have attitudes or practices we need to change in our mind and to seek God's forgiveness for. A second aspect is that of our practical beliefs. As I've mentioned, if we practically believe, for example, that God is wise, but not in our life, that idea will have to be informed with the truth of Scripture through meditation, prayer, and the support of others. To leave this unattended will leave you locked in burnout and in the clutches of hopelessness. The wonderful news is that there is an escape from the burnout trap, and God is able to restore your hope as your practical belief finds its bearing in the truth of God as revealed in Scripture. So I want to encourage you that times of a refreshing await those who seek the Lord. I went through burnout, as I mentioned, 16 years ago, and God has restored me to a fulfilling and rich ministry since then. And I can testify personally that the Lord restores the soul. Let me encourage you. There is refreshing for those who are in a time of burnout. The Lord is waiting to restore you. So may God bless you as you serve. That was Dr. Lyndon Wall of Refresh Ministries. Our show notes at qt4cm.org has more information about Refresh Ministries and the links to the website refreshministry.org. Also, check out Dr. Wall's devotional book, Just for Ministry Workers, entitled 31 Days to Refresh Your Soul with the Spring of Living Water. We would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, the Great Commission Foundation, The Great Commission Foundation provides financial management, administrative services to ministries, and handles charity donation receipting and government compliance in both the United States and Canada. We have one more episode coming to you this week, and it'll be the last one of the year. And then we will be taking a break over the Christmas holidays. Until next time, be encouraged. God is with us. Serve with joy.